You're listening to a podcast from the Open University on languages of poverty. We're examining the role language plays in the political interpretation of poverty in the United Kingdom. I'm Jeff Andrews from the Open University. With me in the studio is Owen Jones, commentator and broadcaster, author of Chavs, The Demonisation of the Working Class, and Jerry Mooney, senior lecturer in social policy at the Open University in Scotland, who's written widely on poverty. Owen, we've heard a lot about strivers and skivers, both from government ministers and in the wider media. What lies behind this language? Well, what we're seeing with this language is a deliberate attempt by this government and its allies in the media to turn large sections of the working class against each other. We've seen this with the working poor against the unemployed, non-disabled people against disabled people, private sector workers against public sector workers. And the argument remains the same. You've been mugged and therefore your less deserving neighbour should be mugged as well. And it's very much got to be put against the context of ever-declining living standards. We're currently going through the biggest squeeze in living standards, most sustained squeeze in living standards since the early 1920s. It's predicted by the Resolution Foundation, a very well-respected think tank, that by 2020, the average Britain will be poorer than they were at the turn of the millennium. They also project, for example, that low earners will be 15% poorer by 2020 than they are currently. So what we're seeing is an attempt to redirect people's entirely justifiable anger at the ever-declining living standards from those responsible for the current crisis, those at the top, to people's neighbours down the street. But of course, they are exploiting fissures which exist in working-class Britain, if you like. The working class is not a homogenous group of people. It never has been. Traditionally, if we're going to go way back, it was composed of people, for example, who lived in slums, who lived in early forms of social housing, who were homeowners. The northern working class, the southern working class, the rural working class and the urban working class and the Welsh, the English, the Scottish and so on, as well as people who were skilled workers, unskilled workers, people in very precarious forms of employment. And those divisions have always existed to be exploited And from the 1980s onwards, many of those internal divisions widened for various reasons, not least because of deindustrialisation, consigning many traditional industrial communities to insecure work, uh, long-term unemployment for, for many people. And as a result, you have these tensions, these fissures which exist. And what we've seen with strivers versus skivers is particularly an appeal to the working poor, people struggling to make ends meet, who feel resentful at this idea of someone down the road enjoying a higher standard of living than themselves without actually doing anything to deserve it, living off the state. It is resentment which is ruthlessly exploited by politicians and journalists alike. And that is something which has been very central to the Cameron project. We've seen this idea of, as well as Skyvers versus Strivers, the idea which George Osborne popularised of uh, the work-shy and feckless living behind closed curtains, a daily diet of poison in Cameron's Britain, which has tragically been pretty effective. But there's something else also going on, and it's become much more apparent under the, the Cameron government, And that is a a separation of the economic and the social. When people talk about, when government ministers and the media talk about poverty now, by and large, they're making no reference to large-scale economic change. They're making very little reference to economic crisis. They're making very little reference to, you know, the ongoings of economic collapse and other economic problems of that kind. So you have this sort of situation where poverty 
highlighted as a social issue, appears to be completely separate from these wider economic trends and developments. It's to do with the inadequacies or the limitations of particular groups of people who are experiencing poverty, not to do with the wider draining of money out of local areas or the wider cuts that are taking place in a period of austerity. We're going to talk a bit about class later, you mentioned it, but it's really emotive language, isn't it? What you're saying, it's it's part of a wider political strategy to, to what justify welfare policies. Absolutely, and the culmination of this systematic uh, campaign, and it is a systematic campaign of demonisation, was the vote over a the capping of welfare. Now, what this means in practice is uh, all forms of uh, benefits, with some exceptions for those who are disabled, will be subject to a 1% cap, which is, of course, below inflation, which means a real-terms cut. That is the first time since 1931 that the income of the poor will fall as a deliberate act of government policy. Now, in practice, 60% of those affected are in work. So the majority of people working, as well as people who are unemployed, who will also be affected. It's that idea of you've been mugged, therefore your neighbours should be mugged. Your boss isn't paying you properly, your wages have been cut, so why the hell are people on benefits enjoying bigger rises than you? So again, it's that idea of, of exploiting resentment on that basis. But of course, it doesn't even make any sense, because in practice, it's a double mugging. People will be mugged by their boss, their employers are cutting their wages in real terms, and then on top of that, their tax credits and other in-work benefits, such as housing benefit, will also be cut as well. But that doesn't matter for the Tories, because what they're doing is, firstly, try to airbrush out of existence the idea that people in work will be affected, but also they hope that Labour will fall into the trap of defending the so-called strivers, those in work, against the unemployed. If you are out of work, then it's your own fault. You're struggling to make ends meet. This idea of a static group of people are unemployed, which isn't true. For example, over the last two years, over 5 million people have claimed job seekers' allowance. People are in the cycle of low-paid work and unemployment. But nonetheless, it is something which the Tories have ruthlessly used in their arguments, particularly to cut welfare, uh, to justify doing that by demonising those who are in receipt of benefits. The Open University. For more information, go to www.open.edu forward slash iTunes U.